Simmons. Hits it out to Harris. Great block oh, great. by Ibaka oh. with another one today. 7-16 to go in the fourth quarter. Leonard against Scott. Hits it out to Gasol. Got a clean look. Nice. And he knocks the game at 84. Mark Gasol coming alive at the right time. He's got 16. 110 to go. Game four. Kawhi. Gasol there. They get the switch. Kawhi takes it. Real makes it. Big time bucket. The claw. Four point lead. Time's going to run out though on the 76ers. As the Raptors come back, bounce back with resilience in a robust way to win game four, to even the series at two games apiece. Welcome to another episode of That's a Rap Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jay Rosales, and we are looking good, my friends. <laughs> we are definitely feeling a lot better than the last game, that's for damn sure. Yes, definitely. So, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, before we jump into it, um, like I said, I'm, I'm Jay Rosales. This is a Raptors podcast that's by Raptors fans, for Raptors fans. Who am I joined by? I th- believe I heard Dre. Uh, yes, you did. Uh yeah, in case it's not abundantly obvious, especially after the 76ers special episode to cap off this series, um, I have followed both teams since their first playoff bout in the early 2000s, the Iverson-Carter uh, years. And uh, this one was really tough. Uh, this was a, an extreme nail-biter, but I'm glad the Raptors came out on top because, hey, we've got a series again. And uh, between the two teams, I have more faith in the Raptors to complete this entire championship so this was a good one this was an excellent one i'm glad but this was complete and utter tooth and nail from both teams uh mm-hmm. wouldn't you agree with that jason yeah no absolutely i would definitely think that this is one of the most or this was one of the most important games in i would say franchise history maybe let's say mm-hmm. we did lose this game we were down 3-1 i think it was what 11 percent chance that any nba team came back from a 3-1 deficit so this was a huge game for the raptors and thank god we pulled it off as jay was mentioning we were doing these uh post-game pods and uh, last game was a little damper, but this one, I feel a little bit more optimistic. Uh, but Jay, how about you give us uh, the story in numbers? Yes, definitely. And as we stepped into this game, there was a lot of hesitation about and a lot of apprehension, and rightfully so, from Raptors fans uh, throughout the world. Um, because news broke last night of uh, Pascal Siakam uh, suffering a right calf contusion Mm -hmm. so you can imagine with a you know a must-win game coming up and your second leading scorer possibly missing the game uh you know even i who usually sees the glasses half full got very worried last night so great news heading into today's game seeing um you know pascal suit up he didn't necessarily play that great no but just his presence on the floor was great he pitched him with three steals but those aren't the numbers i want to highlight uh, first, we got to start off with our main man, Kawhi Leonard. Um, wow, 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 wow. Oh, my wow. God. Yes. He's a Raptor. Yes, he is a Raptor. And uh, I guess the first number I'm going to throw it out to you guys is two. Two is not just his jersey number. <laughs> two is the number of 30.10 rebound games that he has put together this uh, playoff season, this being uh, including today. And that doubles the number in franchise history. Wow. wow. Uh, Bosch, Bosch had one uh, in his uh, 
one of his two playoff seasons. Uh, Siakam had one in the first round, and that's it. That's the that's in all of our franchises uh, playoff se- uh, series. That's it. Uh, so Leonard with yeah. his second and every single point and every single rebound was necessary in this nail biting five point victory. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught this, but was it me or were the fans cheering when he missed those final two free throws because he didn't get to 40? <laughs> I think he did, yeah. Because MB basically offered him the 40 points, right? But he still came close. Uh, I think the, the Philly fans were just trying to cheer for something at the end of the game. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so that's uh, our first big number. Uh, our second big number is six. And six actually refers to the number of guys that Nick Nurse played yes, more than seven minutes. Let me repeat that. That's six players. That's all of our starters and Ibaka for 32 minutes. That's it. Uh, I think we all saw how poorly Van Vliet has been playing. Uh, that continued today. His shot just looked way off. He only played seven minutes. Uh, we finally saw a Patrick McCaw sighting. And I think, you know, in his five minutes of play, he did actually held his own uh against jimmy butler um and norm powell surprisingly only played four minutes i think when when news broke out that uh siakam might miss the game then rumors started to swirl on who would start in his place and powell's name came up quite frequently Mm -hmm. um but yeah four minutes only and i think nick nurse what he did find is he found some continuity with his starters plus ibaka and he just ran with it all game long and you know it it you do what you got to do when when the chips are down and when you got a must win and the the result speaks for itself we are we've regained home court advantage there's only one day off so it doesn't give philly a whole lot of time to kind of recalibrate and find out what they can what went wrong for them um so this works obviously greatly in in the raptors favor mm-hmm. um and my final number is 37 million <laughs> that is the number that is the population of Canada. And that is the number of people who probably exhaled approximately two seconds after this game was finally finished. I don't know about you guys, but the oxygen level in my house went went up. Ooh. Went up a lot. The second this I was, game I was steaming, yeah. <laughs> like boiling the entire game. For a second I thought you were gonna say it's thirty seven million was uh the anger meter that Jimmy Butler reached, but hey, I mean, there's that too. Jason, do you have any comments on the on the yes. numbers at all? Yeah, the, uh, the number yes. the number that I do am a little bit concerned of, and I'm I'm sure Dre, if you wanted to come back to this as well, is seven, and that's the amount of turnovers that Kawhi had. I'm we're mm. obviously going to give him a pass, and I'm going to give you the pass when I'm when I'm going to give you the positives, but seven turnovers. Uh, that's a lot, and I don't think a lot of them were uh, dead ball turnovers too. I think they were live ball turnovers. So it was it was a little rough to watch Kawhi cough up all those turnovers. Um, but that's one that's that's a concern. Not very many by Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, for me personally, uh, I would argue that at least half of those were because the guy was being quadruple teamed. Like that, all right. of Philadelphia was on him, and it wasn't like okay, one or two of them were careless passes, but for the most part, that says more about Philadelphia doing well than Kawhi not doing well. That's the way I see that personally. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, well, if I'm going to give you some of the positives, um, I don't think I can, I'm not going to, you know, beat around the bush. Kawhi Leonard uh, is a Raptor. Does it, is it still 
is it still weird to you guys? It's a little weird for me still. Him yeah. like wearing a North jersey and him, you know, donning the the Maple Leaf. Sometimes it's still kind of weird, but he is. I think he's donned the Captain Canada from now. A uh, shout out, you know, Chris Bouchard, thinking that we're soft. But uh, yeah, Ka- Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> thirty nine points, fourteen rebounds, that humongo three pointer at the end mm-hmm. of the fourth to basically seal the deal. And I just love his stoic reactions to every big play. He gives that you know fist pump. He just jogs back and he does his job. How how fantastic! How many times have other players? I don't know, uh, a la you know James Harden, Steph Curry. I mean, these are fantastic players. Don't get me wrong, right? The big play, they're gonna celebrate throughout the, the entire way down the court, right? But Kawhi, straight to business. He doesn't care. He doesn't care if he got thirty nine points. He doesn't care if he uh, missed those last two free throws. We won the game. That's the most important part. We're going home two two, uh, arguably because of Kawhi Leonard. But that's not that's not the whole thing. Kyle Lowry had a huge game. The numbers aren't going to show at all. 14 points, 8 rebounds. But the things that he did off the ball, the second screens that he that he did to provide for, like say Siakam to get him rolling, uh, the, gener- the general on offense, generating all the offense, do- telling where everyone to go, um, disrupting Philly's offense, getting into Butler's body. Like he was playing big without generating all those numbers and i think lowry whenever he was off the floor which it wasn't very much uh jay you could probably give us the numbers with that when he was off it was a little stagnant when you when you when you notice when lowry is on it's a little bit more controlled you know where the ball is going to go it has to go to see uh to Kawhi, and and on on defense it, it was he he was definitely there to disrupt uh, a lot of Butler's uh, contested threes, right? He was there in his face. I don't. I, I would argue Butler was did have a good game, but he didn't. He wasn't the, the difference maker. And finally, I think this game was won by the coaching of Nick Nurse. He stuck with this tight six man rotation, uh, switching between uh, Abaka and Siakam and Danny Green sometimes uh, in and out. But the pivotal timeouts that he called, especially the ones down the stretch, to give Kawhi more rest. And he stuck with that, uh, the big lineup, the Siakam, Gasol, Abaka. And when you stuck with those that bench lineup with uh, Fred Van Vliet and Norman Powell, we were getting destroyed on the offensive rebounds. Like it, it was. Philly's just too big. So when you have that Abaka and Gasol lineup in there, uh, defensively, they're monstrous. And offensively, I'm, I remember them getting a couple of offensive rebounds. So I want to credit this one to Nick Nurse. I think he adjusted to last game. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought it was a really good game by him. And we're going back to Toronto with home court advantage. Let's see what happens in game five. I want to agree with all of those points because the last episode I uh, pointed out Nick Nurse as being one of the definitive factors as to why we weren't doing well and you're absolutely correct this was like staying toe-to-toe with Brett Brown on everything that he was doing I said to chain Embiid and Gasol together guess what he did just that Uh, and Embiid scored how many points less than 10 he scored like eight I know the guy was sick but let's be honest the guy was still you know, trying his damn best. Yeah, and Embiid with 11, but he point. only got two of seven. Uh, he did have, quote-unquote, a flu, but, yeah. I mean, Siakam was injured, so let's be real. <laughs> well, Embiid, that's the Embiid thing. only hit double digits in the final, like, with a couple free throws in the final seconds. So there you go. Exactly. He got held under 10. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, he, he stayed with the flow of the game. I told him, have tighter 
timeout calls. Guess what he did? Mm-hmm. And that cut so much of the momentum that the Sixers thrive off of. Because guess what? Redick is the only super-duper consistent three-point shooter there. You have Butler and Harris who thrive on fuel, on how like how hot they're doing. When you keep calling time, I think that guess what? Harris is cold. Butler had a good game, but not quite as good as the last couple. Having said all of that, with this win, um, we still need to improve on something because it was a very close game. And there's one thing, cut down into three subpoints, and that's capitalization. Capitalization of turnovers that the 76ers give us. We need to fix those because guess what? Jack Armstrong was saying it during the game. We could have been up by like 20 if oh, yeah. all of these things worked out. Oh yeah, for sure. One thing is if we're doing if we're going flat for the three ball with the three ball, we don't need McDonald's fries. That would be a nice incentive to get free fries, but we don't absolutely need them. Instead, if you have the open lane, drive in. We do so well with points in the paint. Look at the magic series. Look at the times that we did well this game. It's by going into the paint, allowing them to foul us going up for the two ball rather than the three. If we're up by a little bit, don't throw it away with brick shots that we don't need. You have that open passage, drill it in. And it was so relieving to see somebody like Lowry who saw these open chances and actually went his way in instead of panicking and trying the three ball all the time. So that's something that we could fix. The second thing is ball movement. Part of the three ball not working is the catch and shoot thing, which just does not need to happen, especially if we have a lead. Look, it would be nice to have that kind of momentum, just bang, fire shot, steal, bang, fire shot. But that's not happening. Guess what? We have Spurs players. We have a Grizzly player. We're meant for grinding our way to the net. We're meant for passing. We're meant for, guess what, fundamentals. So if we have a lot of ball movement, you saw how well it worked in the Magic series. We need to do that again here because this is fighting the 76ers team. It's like fighting off bees. They're swarming around you. What do you do? You've got to cause misdirections. You have to have ball movement. Right. So that's one thing. Otherwise, you're going to get sloppy shots or you're going to get double teamed on a shot. And those aren't good ever. The last thing, speaking of dealing with pests and everything like that, we have to focus on what Jimmy Butler does. And Jimmy Butler sells fouls so well. We know that we're not being refed really well because it's the Raptors. But we want a game with Tony Brothers and Mark, oh god what's the other guy Mark name? davis thank you we want a game with mark davis and tony brothers refing us so that's something having said all <laughs> that what we need to do is we need to sell the foul while we're in mid shot because guess what we've lost so many opportunities because the refs see it another way we have to sell it as if hey we are going up for the shot if you need to flop a little bit we don't care as long as you go to the foul line. Who cares at the end of the day? Because it works for Jimmy. It works for Harden. It works for Westbrook. It works for Curry. It's got to work for us, too. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. I mean, if that, it's, it's a bit of a besmirching on the league. But if it's happening anyways and we want to win this thing, screw it. Why not? Yeah. Sell it a little bit. Go to the foul line. I think it also comes down to, you know what, it's if whoever makes a shot is going to win the game. The amount of time yeah. that Kawhi Leonard was double, triple team, someone's going to be open, which means is if you are open, be ready to shoot. Marcus Saul, be ready to shoot that ball. Don't hesitate and look for a pass right away. You're wide open because there's three people on Kawhi. Look for that shot. Same thing for Lowry. Same thing for Green. You're going to be open. 
be ready to shoot the ball and make a damn three pointer. <laughs> That's all yeah. I ask. Well, well, speaking of making those three pointers, um, you know, we you guys made some excellent points, uh, specifically around you know the, the like capitalizing on ball movement and the positives of Kawhi. One thing, one number I failed to mention um, about Kawhi is that um, that that clutch, clutch, clutch three mm-hmm. in the final minute that happened in his 43rd minute of play he has not played more than 42 minutes all season only twice has he reached 44 points one of those was an overtime game so think about that for a second he played probably the, the his most minutes and and also this is in the playoffs right um the only two times he's had 43 minutes or more were in the first half of the season before the all-star break so for him to play this many minutes um, you know, against, you know, as Dre pointed out, this is a Mark Davis and Tony Brothers ref game uh, on the road, down to one, Embiid closing out on him, fading away. Come on, man. Yeah. That is, that was the most clutch shot of the season. That was probably, um, at the very least, a series saver, let alone a season saver. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a Philly fan, I'm uh, that one just sucks the life out of you. But that was such a great, great shot. I mean, I I startled my children when I screamed out after that one. <laughs> we're we're being spoiled by Kawhi. I think we're underestimating the brilliance that we were watching uh, this this Raptor. By by the end of the game, you're like, oh, he almost got forty. Of course he did. It's Kawhi Leonard. But we have to realize that this is the greatest Raptor that's ever donned a Raptors jersey. And yep. you know, we just have to sit and think. That huge three, those fadeaways, the the steals that he's making, the that even the free throws. It's kind of nuts what Kawhi is doing. I I'm trying not to think about, you know, this series is gonna gonna go down a stretch. I kind of just wanna sit down and watch Kawhi, but it's 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 so hard. I, I just want Raptors fans to realize that this is take your time, watch Kawhi. Arguably Jordan-esque. Yes. I think it's very safe to say that he styled his game off of Michael Jordan, and that's never a bad thing, especially if you pull it off. So yeah, enjoy this guy. Enjoy this guy. Whether he's here for a while or here for a little, for a little short term, he's brilliant. And again, yeah, the greatest Raptor that ever was. Yeah. One uh, other thing that we had pointed out in the previous uh, pod was, and, and something that we were concerned about heading into this one was not not just. I mean, I don't want to keep harping on the bench, but overall who from this team was going to step up and and jay you already mentioned uh the effect of, of kyle but take a look at the, the the box score right i mean okay siakam had a you know his his worst game of the playoffs but you can kind of understand it considering he was battling uh that 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 injury but the other guys all had double figures gasol was 16 green with 11 ibaka with 12 gasol Getting 16 points on 7 of 13 shooting is great because up till this game, he'd only been averaging six field goal attempts. Hmm. So he obviously made a concerted effort to, um, you know, bring his A game and contribute more. And it showed Gasol and Lowry led the team in plus minus, not Kawhi. And yeah, that's that's just another, um, you know, notch on the belt in terms of what this team can bring. Mm-hmm. And what we can do moving forward. I mean, this this game, you know, I, I get it was a nail biter and it was probably a lot tighter than any of us would have liked. But, you know, take a step back and, and, and look at how this game shaped up. Butler had another outstanding game. 
uh, Redick was on fire from deep. And still, the Raptors managed to pull it out on the road. So this is a very promising sign moving forward as we, um, you know, kind of take the momentum away from Philly. Absolutely. Home court advantage is back on our side. So we'll see you on Tuesday for Game 5. Hopefully we go up 3-2. But until then, guys, that's a wrap.